Hello and welcome to Her Ambitious Career, the success podcast for corporate women who want more from their lives and careers. Each week, we share career and leadership strategies to help you set stretching goals, own your value, build visibility and credibility, gain recognition, get paid and confidently take your career to that next level. Whatever your ambition, let's do this thing. Now, here's your host and career success expert, Rebecca Allen. Ladies, I am joined today by the fabulous Janice Sutherland, and today we're going to be talking about successful career realignment after you've turned 40. Janice, welcome on in. Thank you, Rebecca. Great to be here. Absolutely. And we were just laughing before because you've got a bit of a kind of Beyonce look going on with your hair. I have. It's a little it's a a tad warm, so I've got the fan on. I've got the Beyonce (laughs) look going today. (laughs) So Janice, tell me a little bit about, I think it'll be good to start with you know, your own background, maybe you could explain your own corporate career and how you've yeah. come from who um, So as you can tell from the accent, I'm English, English by birth, but I actually live in the Caribbean. I live in Antigua and Barbuda and have done for the past ooh, almost 11 years. Um, prior to moving out here, I was I held senior senior roles um, in call center, mostly call centers, um, worked my way up from agent all the way through to head of sales for um, bank of the Bank of Ireland, worked for a Santander. So I had a lot of a lot of experience at a senior level. And my now husband, we already we'd already planned once the kids, my kids had left and the kids had gone to university, the last one, we were leaving home. So we want to do something different. So we're going to have another life. We'd already chosen where we're going to the location we're going to live at. And it was going to be the Antigua. So we didn't want to grow old in the cold. So I came out here to, uh, we came out here. Well, the plan was to step down a little, not totally retire, but just to step back a little um, from the level we were working at before, because he'd had extensive, many, many years with a large uh, retailer in the UK, you know, man and boy, he'd been there. He's been a, he was a lifer where he'd worked and stuff like that. So I got a role with the local telecoms company out here as the commercial manager. But they obviously knew I had a lot more, a um, lot more than just what I, what I said I was doing. And eventually I ended up becoming the CEO um, the first female CEO to head up the telecoms company um, for Antigua and Montserrat. That's so that was, so, you know, so it wasn't intentional. Well, the opportunity lended itself. I had the experience and I said, okay, I'll be the first, you know, I'm here already. Let's, let's, do let's it. try. Let, let's just do it. Okay, let's, <laughs> let's just do it. So I did that. I was a CEO, actually interim CEO for St. Kitts, first of all, then was full-fledged CEO for Antigua and a Montserrat at the same time. Two very different islands. Even though Antigua calls itself a big island, we're less than 100,000 people. But Montserrat only has under 5,000 Mm. Um, and very different, very different demographics. We were very mature, Mark, in Antigua. Montserrat is definitely the place you go to retire. Right. Definitely, definitely. The demographic <laughs> was at least 60% over 60 on okay. Ireland, which was a whole different ball game. But anyway, did that for a few years and then suddenly realised I was working incredibly hard. That wasn't the plan. My plan of, of slowing it down had actually increased 
many, many fold. And I realized, well, look, I didn't come out here to work this hard for somebody else. Um, and I'd already taken my coaching qualification. I know I knew I, I enjoyed coaching. Wasn't quite sure the direction I was going to go in yet, but knew I didn't want to be doing what I was doing any longer. So mm. I gave six months notice because I wanted to take the organization through a major restructure. Didn't want to leave them in the lurch. Gave them six months of notice, took a sabbatical, wrote a book, launched a podcast, roamed, roamed, roamed a couple of countries and then tried to settle down into work. And I want to coach and I wanted to get it. I originally was going to go in the leadership space because I'm the eldest of six children. I'm a born leader. I've always had leadership in my bones, you know, but I realized that's not the space I want to be in. That really wasn't the space because to be honest, there's a lot of people in there and yeah, it wasn't the space I wanted to be in. Yeah, that it's a crowded market, space. isn't it? And yeah, it's a very crowded you can market. Be really creative, but, I think, with how you. Yeah, yeah, you have it. to, and you have to get very creative. But then I did start to get creative because what was happening is that the clients I would start to get were women over forty, women who were in two camps. They either wanted to, you know, go further in their career. They got stagnant. They got stagnant. Wants to move further ahead in their career, but didn't know how. And then, there, and then there were the others that were like, well, I just don't know what I want to do next. I just know, like me, mm. where do I go next? How do I transition? What does that do? And all the fears that brought up for them and the reason why they were stagnant. And, and it's probably the same for women who are working as well, to be, to be honest, because there was all these inner fears they had that they weren't allowing themselves to, um, to blossom, for want of a better word, yeah, to blossom. Yeah, I think blossom is a great word. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I think, you know, it's a kind of one of those points in life when you hit your 40s where things do sort of shift for you. Yeah. you know, some women yeah. will have had children, some won't. Yeah. And I think regardless of whatever, you know, that situation, I think you kind of just reach this point of maturity in your 40s yeah. where you are actually kind of asking for more. You're kind of saying, yeah. actually, yeah. this isn't quite good enough for me. Yeah. I want more from my career. I want this to be more meaningful. I want this to be making more of an impact or something like that. Yeah. And I think it's even been more compounded with the pandemic. Yes. Because what I found is more and more women have had the opportunity to actually, if they have been on this treadmill of yes. work and suddenly realize, wow, is this it? And I do have a, I do, I always say to the clients or I make a little quip with saying, look, if you're in your forties, you know, if you're in your forties, chances are you have another, at least another 15, 20 years of work ahead of you. How do you like your job right now? with that thought in mind, because people don't think that far ahead. Absolutely. You know, and if you're going to be in a career that's going to fulfill you for that, for that length of time, you need to also understand that your values that you had in the twenties and thirties, hopefully, or shouldn't, shouldn't be the values that you want in your forties and, on, and onwards. Mm. So there's a whole, there's a whole conundrum there. Of what, you know, what, what do I really want now? What yeah. is, what is yeah. it? It was clear. I knew where I was going, you know, earlier. And, and I've always thought it's been very unfair to expect a child, you know, and when I was at school, because I don't want to show my age too much, but um, <laughs> when I was way, way back when, you know, at 13, you chose the subjects that were supposed to dictate yes. the rest of your yeah. life, the, 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 the direction you went in. But what I wanted at 13 or what I thought I wanted at 13 to what I want at 40-odd 50 
come on, got to be different. You can't possibly, <laughs> yeah, you can't possibly know, can you? And I think, you know, for everybody, it's different because everybody has different aspirations. I've seen that too. I'm sure you have. You know, some people really, really want to drive and keep pushing up the ladder, essentially. And some people really don't. And I think that's the thing that I've really seen, you know, as a biggie, if you like, around the 40s. Um, is it doesn't have to be just yeah. keep going up. It doesn't have to be a leadership role. It doesn't have to yeah. be that no. kind of position at no. all. No. That, that's the thing that I realize. It's like you kind of think that you have to be on that trajectory to go keep going forwards and keep going up and keep, yeah. you know, otherwise you're yeah. not a success. And I've even had some clients say to me, for example, oh, well, we're letting all the feminists down. You know, if we don't kind of keep pushing, <laughs> keep going, keep going, keep going, we're letting all these women who've been pioneering down. I'm like, wow, yeah. serious pressure to put on yourself. Yeah, surely it's about really finding what you want, like you were saying. Yeah, yeah. I think we have to. I mean, I think you have to redefine success. Yeah, and it should be success on your terms. What's important to you? Because you know, somebody else's success doesn't all, all adage, isn't it? Somebody else's success doesn't mean you're a failure. That's right. You know, that's so right. what does success mean for you? And if you're happy with that decision, that choice, then that's what works for you. I know for me, we're making my transition, living on a very living on a small island. Um, I think if I told some of my UK counterparts now, well, first of all, they think they they tell me I'm living the dream because I live in a Caribbean, I live in a Caribbean island, the beaches, et cetera, et cetera. Though I don't see them very often. But the dreams are all relative. Yes. Because I'm thinking, well, you know, it's it, it's not, I, I don't have the level of stress or that I had in the UK or, or the frenetic pace. I've, I've, I've made that choice. And that was my, my measure of success. When I left the corporate world, one of the things I really had to think about was how do I measure that I've done the right thing? How do I measure my success? Because initially when I started out, I beat myself up because I wasn't working. At, I felt I wasn't working at the same level and rate that I had been in the corporate world. Yeah. And I really had, and I was beating myself up going, you haven't done this, you haven't done that, and you haven't attained this. And I had to step back and say, actually, if that's what you wanted, why didn't you stay where you are? So check yourself, what is it you wanted going forward? And I wanted freedom. Mm. You know, I wanted autonomy. Mm. You know, you have that. So isn't that your success measure? That's a great way of looking at it, just to use your values as your benchmark. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So talk to me then, um, Janice, about career realignment and what does that actually mean and what does that actually look like? Um, you know, if somebody's listening in and she's feeling stuck at a crossroads, yeah. not really sure what the next sort of 10 years look like, you know, how, yeah, yeah. what are the first steps with getting your head around career realignment? Well, the first thing to remember when you say that, when people think about career pivoting, transitioning, realignment, et cetera, et cetera, they think they have to leave the job they're in. And it doesn't necessarily mean that. Yes. What it starts with is actually finding out, identifying the values. What is it you actually want? Whatever career, wherever you are, what is it you actually want out of your career going forward? Now, looking at where you are, can that deliver? Do you think it can deliver what you want? And if the answer is yes, then obviously you start looking at how you can make that happen. And if the answer is no, then you have to look out. You have to look outside, you know. And I think often looking outside is probably the scary part for people because they start then looking at what they start thinking of. What are they? What are they? What are they going to lose? The automatic. The automatic. Um, thing they look at it if I leave if I leave this job I'm going to lose this I'm going to lose that I'm going to lose this I'm going to lose x 
And then I say to myself, okay, you th- you're going to lose that, but what are you actually going to gain? Mm. And that's a just a different way of looking at it. Well, actually, I'm going to gain the things I didn't have. And then what's more important to you? You know, if you, you know, if you're if you if you're happy where you are and you're you know you're happy what you're going to lose and you feel comfortable there, then stay. Yeah, absolutely. You're obviously, but you're but you're obviously not, which is why you're feeling the way you're feeling. Yes. So it's yes. just so it's just looking. So I think for me, it's a definition of alignment, and then realize actually understanding what do you want going forward from your from your career, and yeah. can it be delivered in place, or do you need to change direction? Yeah. And I think the thing for me, because I've gone through career change like you, you know, I've gone from being in the corporate world to going into coaching, for example. And the thing that was, you know, retrospectively looking back on that switch, if you like, that pivot is the word, isn't it? The key yeah. word these days is it's actually not as complicated, I think, as people think it's going to be. Mm. It's not actually, uh, you know, it's, it might be a complicated process. But coming to that realization where you're not happy, you're not feeling like you're playing to your strengths, you know, you're not delivering outputs that really excite you. I mean, that's kind of what happens when you kind of hit that wall yeah. and you feel stuck. Yeah. yeah. Like you've said, you know, it's just about really spending a bit of time getting a coffee, sitting outside somewhere yeah. nice and calm and, you know, where you've not got distractions and just saying, what do I actually want? Because, yeah. you know, that's the simplicity of it. But actually, yeah genuinely if you ask that question and you spend enough time with that question you can actually come up with some incredible insights I think but you'd be amazed how many women will go when you say what do you want I don't know I don't know I don't know so I will ask them I have a five-day program I I take I take them through and I one of the days I ask them is what are your non-negotiables yeah around money career relationships spirituality and there's about seven different things and people have never actually thought about what are my non-negotiables around those areas and when you realize you look at that and you then go back and go okay is that being met is the for the career element is that being met where you are right now then it's no it's not okay so you've got a starting point now you know what's not being met Mm. You know, so now we can start looking at, okay, so what could you do to make that different? What could you change to, to ensure that, that, you know, those negoti- non-negotiables were now being met? Yeah. And so it's a, sl- it's a little, it is, it is all about values. Yeah. You never underestimate, never underestimate them. Yeah, absolutely. They should be the cornerstone of all coaching or training. I mean, they, yeah. they, they help form decisions rightly or wrongly. You know, you can make decisions that make you feel uncomfortable and, you know, you yeah. get icky feeling and it's, tends to be because of value compromised <laughs> and if you feel that real alignment and that real flow when you're just yeah. resourceful and everything's working really well that tends to be because values being met right yes yes absolutely and it's the same with work it's the same with your career yeah 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 so if um if there's somebody who's listening right now and she's thinking okay Janice I hear you this is exactly this place <laughs> I'm in you know, help me. Like, I, I definitely feel like I'm stuck. I don't really yeah. know what I want. What, like, little piece of advice could you could you share? Well, the little piece of advice, I think we've shared some already. Yeah. It's like looking at what are your, non, what are your non-negotiables. Yeah. Sometimes, again, I'm going through my five-day thing. It's who do you need to talk to? What are the conversations you need to have? Because quite often, I tell women we have, we have suffered what I call the me, myself, and I syndrome. 
in the fact that nobody can understand what I'm going through. Nobody's ever done what I've done. Nobody ever feels the way I feel. We believe it's all us and nobody else can understand what's happening to us or how we feel. Mm. But you tap the woman next to you on the shoulder and say, look, this is how I'm feeling or this is happening. And invariably I say, yeah, I've had that experience too. And this is what I did or this is what helped. So at least talking it out in the first time and and, you're admitting to yourself, look, I'm not happy here right now. Depending on the stage we are in our careers, we can tie so much up in who we are. If we've been a very successful professional and we have all these titles and stuff like that, our identity sometimes gets entwined Mm. with those titles. And we start to think, well, if I'm not that, if I'm not the CEO, who am I? Yes. You know, and then you start to, you start to wobble. You know, well, who am I? Because I don't know who I am because mm. I my, my I let, let myself get caught up so much mm. in that role. That role defines me. Yes, but you are not your role. Yes, yeah, you, know, you want agree more with that. I think we we put too much onus, you know, for our sense of worth on our yes. income or our job title, yeah. and that can become very scary at the concept. Yeah. Well, if I change, then what am I going to lose? What you know, and it's yeah. going to be that stuff. And it, if it's connected to worth, then that's suddenly quite a big deal. That's a really big definitely, deal. definitely, yeah. definitely. Janice, thank you so much. It's been really, really interesting. I'd, if um, our listeners can, you know, find a way of getting hold of you, what what's the best way to connect with you, Janice? Oh, that's really easy. So um, you can go to my website, JaniceSutherland.com. Or you can find me on social media. So LinkedIn's my favorite hangout place. I am Janice Sutherland. Uh, You can find me on Instagram and Facebook under the same same name as well. I am Janice Sutherland. So I try and keep it very, very simple. Yeah, And I'm happy to talk to anybody, any woman over 40 who's facing um, career challenges or just, just, you know, just wants to say, look, this is how I'm feeling right now. Thank you so much to Janice for coming on the show. I always love hearing from other coaches and hearing their perspectives and how they also help their clients realign with their greatest skills, their greatest passions, their greatest strengths so that they can shine and with less effort. That's how I look at it. When you become more proactive and thoughtful about what it is you're actually looking for, but also what you're not looking for, you can really, really create outcomes and opportunities in your career that give you that opportunity to shine. Achieving our potential is not a pipe dream. It is absolutely something that we can strive for and seek out and create. If you want it enough, you can do it. Now, Janice was very kind to share her website. So hopefully you've got that. I've also put it in the show notes for you. So you can connect with her, also connect with her on LinkedIn. Um, If you're looking to um, get ahead in your career, we really specialize here at Illuminate Personal Growth in helping you get promoted. If you really want to raise your profile, build your executive presence within your company, that's where we specialize. And your first stop is always to get the seven habits of female execs who get promoted. You can get that by going to rebeccasfreegift.com and it will, while it's way straight to your inbox... (laughs) And give you some strategies straight away to help you really work on your proactive uh, personal branding and raising your visibility strategy within your workplace. Thanks so much for joining me and Janice and I will see you really soon.